Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 26th of March. India registered 1,660 COVID-19 cases and 4,100 linked deaths as Maharashtra and Kerala added their backlog numbers. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 16,000. The COVID recovery rate in the country stands at 98.75%, with the active cases being 0.04% of the total infections. The daily positivity rate is 0.25%, whereas the weekly positivity rate stands at 0.29%, as per the Health Ministry data. So far, India has administered over 182 crore COVID-19 vaccinations, of which over 29 lakh doses were given yesterday. In the Lok Sabha, on questions regarding deaths due to oxygen shortage, the union government requested states and union territories to get details on suspected deaths on account of oxygen shortage, NDTV reported. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 479 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.1 million. European countries are witnessing a surge in COVID cases. The health ministry in Germany has now urged people over the age of 60 with comorbidities to take the second booster shot of the COVID-19 vaccine. Australia is also set to roll out a fourth dose of COVID-19 vaccines for vulnerable populations from next month, Hindustan Times reported. The Chief Minister of Jharkhand, Himan Surain, today asked the central government to pay back dues worth 1.36 lakh crore rupees for mining done by PSUs in the state, NDTV reported. This issue was also raised earlier by Surain. The Jharkhand Chief Minister tweeted at Prahlad Joshi, Coals and Mines Minister, reminding him of the due payment. Surain also tweeted a letter directed at Niti Aayog stating the same. He additionally posted the Mineral Concession Rules 1960, which states that mining in a leased area involves payments of royalty. He said that the socio-economic development of the state is majorly dependent on revenue raised from mineral resources. In the letter, Surin mentioned that despite provisions in judicial pronouncements, coal companies have not paid royalties on washed coal, which might subsequently lead to a huge pending demand. This denial of payment, as he claims, would thereby lead to an increase in the cost of coal in domestic markets. The government is yet to respond to the chief minister's letter. The petrol and diesel prices were revised today for the fourth time, marking an increase of 80 paise per litre each, PTI reported. Oil firms, in their price notification, have cited an increase in the cost of raw materials as the major reason for a spike in prices. As per PTI reports, the fuel rates had been on freeze since 4th November, that is, ahead of the assembly polls, despite an increase in the cost of crude oil by $30 per barrel. Moody's Investor Services had earlier mentioned that Indian Oil Corporation, Bharat Petroleum Corporation Limited and Hindustan Petroleum Corporation Limited have incurred losses of nearly $2.25 billion on account of this prevention of a hike in petrol and diesel prices during the assembly elections. In the Lok Sabha yesterday, Congress leader Murali Dharan from Kurikur constituency appealed to the Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman to halt the price rise. He said, and I quote, My request to the finance minister is to arrest the price rise of petrol and diesel because all over India, especially poor people, are now suffering. End quote. 
Further on, Health Minister of Chhattisgarh T.S. Singh Deo had stated that the BJP government was extorting unbearable taxes from people, thereby raising the prices of necessary items to the rates of luxurious commodities. Meanwhile, Union Minister Nitin Gadkari had yesterday stated that the fuel prices in the country are rising due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict, Scroll.in reported. Earlier, when the third increase in fuel prices was recorded, opposition leaders had staged a walkout from parliament. Currently, petrol prices in Delhi stand at 98.61 rupees a litre, an increase from the earlier rate of 97.81 rupees per litre, whereas the diesel prices in the country have surged from 89.07 rupees per litre to 89.87 rupees per litre. Chief Election Commissioner Sushil Chandra today expressed disappointment at the lack of representation of women in Parliament, PTI reported. Chandra, while addressing an event organised to present the Sansad Ratna Awards, stated that since the first Lok Sabha, the progress in women's participation in Parliament has been slow. He also said that the constitution guarantees a one-third reservation for women and praised women leaders at the grassroots levels, adding that their leadership led to visible changes in their communities. He also spoke about the participation of women voters in the recent assembly elections. Chandra referred to data and said that there was a larger turnout of women voters in Goa, Uttarakhand, Manipur and Uttar Pradesh. In Punjab, however, the turnout was nearly equal. Chandra also noted that there has been an increase in gender ratio by 29 points in Uttar Pradesh. He also voiced his concerns regarding frequent disruptions in Parliament, which he said hampers the democratic process. He added that parliamentary disruptions by members of parliament in question R and zero R are important practices which should not be wasted by theatrics or slogan shouting or rushing to the well of the house. In the presentation of Delhi's annual budget today, Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia stated that 1,900 crore rupees would be allocated for construction of new hospitals and a redevelopment of 15 hospitals, Indian Express reported. In the budget, the state government has allocated 70 crore rupees for the initialization of a cloud-based hospital information management system and a QR-based e-health card. Referring to the e-health card, Sisodia said, and I quote, A QR code-based e-health card will be made available to all citizens. This will help in identifying patients and getting basic information about their disease with geotagging. Apart from this, the system will also help in getting information of family trees, that is, family members. This will make it easier for all citizens to get treatment timely. End quote. Amidst the pandemic, the Delhi government had last year increased its healthcare expenditure by 29%, thereby allocating 50 crore rupees for the vaccination drive. However, this year, the government has planned to reduce expenditure on vaccination, with over 90% of adults in Delhi immunized against COVID-19. Furthermore, there has been an allocation of 50 crore rupees for the Delhi Arogya Kosh scheme, offering free diagnostics and procedures for people at private centres in case of non-availability or long waiting periods at government centres. The Aam Admi Yogshala, with 450 trained yoga teachers, reaching up to 15,000 people on a daily basis, has also been allocated a sum of 15 crore rupees. Listeners, on the recent rejection of Umar Khalid's bail plea, my colleague Tanishka Sodhi has written a report on the reasons that might have led to the High Court's recent decision. You can find the report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Mastermind of a Conspiracy, Why Umar Khalid's bail plea was dismissed after eight months of hearings. 
The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you're not part of our independent news model already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right-hand corner of the screen. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. In Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 136 children have lost their lives, as per data shared by Ukraine's Office of the Prosecutor General on the Telegram app, Indian Express reported. As per the Ukrainian authorities, 300 people were killed in a Russian airstrike at the Mariupol theater that was being used as a shelter by civilians. Alexander Pavlyuk, governor of Kiev, today said that Russian forces have taken control of Slavyutych, a town near Chernobyl. Moscow had yesterday stated that it would now focus on territories claimed by Russian-backed separatists in eastern Ukraine. Meanwhile, Minakshi Lekhi, Minister of State for External Affairs, today said in the Lok Sabha that India would be analyzing sanctions on Moscow and thereby decide on India-Russia bilateral trade and economic cooperation. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.